The Biomane Scoop. <sighs> episode, I don't know what episode it is, but we're talking about the Biomane brush today. Yep, it's going to be somewhat of a brief episode today. We're going to call this episode Features of a Great Mane and Tail Brush. Yeah. And we're going to be really biased and only talk about our brush because ours is great. If you haven't listened to or watched our last episode, I'm assuming it'll be the one that we published before this one. We talked about six brushes that you should never use on your mane and tail if you want to have a good-looking mane and tail. Correct. Uh, but before we get into the features of a good mane and tail brush, uh, we wanted to shout out real fast to Elizabeth Co. Elizabeth is uh, race.on on Instagram, and she's been feeding Biomane for a while. We work with her um, on various campaigns. Uh, anyways, she posts great content. She does a variety of equestrian sports um including pole bending barrel racing um and she has a, a pretty cool youtube channel too so go check elizabeth out um race.on on instagram let's get into it okay features of a good brush it's got to be comfortable to use ergonomics is that what you're talking about yeah i mean i'm ours is just there's not finger slots or anything like that for it to be real comfortable but you shouldn't be using it long enough that I shouldn't say you shouldn't be, but you typically aren't going to be using it long enough that you really have to have good, comfortable finger slots. Um, the length of the handle, I like. I kind of have wider palms. I feel like this brush fits great in my hand. Also, I feel like women get along with it really well. Uh, that's something that we wanted to make sure of when developing this brush. Uh, we put a rubber cap on the end for grip. Really, essentially, is all it's for. Um, when the brush gets wet, that gets a little tacky. You get a good grip. Um, what else? I think that's important, though, because if you don't like using it, you know, if it's not comfortable to use, then you're... You're not going to use it. You're going to be more tempted to go use one of the brushes we talked about last time. Yeah, something that's more comfortable in your hand. Um, and that's one thing. We've talked about our shedding brush that we've developed. The reason for developing that brush, there's some similarities to other de-shedding tools and brushes, but they're not comfortable to use. Like after I do a small section of my horse using a de-shedding brush of another manufacturer, my hand's tired, my forearms are tired. It's just not comfortable to use. Um, and that's the type of brush that you will be using for long periods of time when you're shedding out of a horse. Anyways, back to this brush. Things we... Things that stand out to people when they first see it. They're like, holy cow, that's a lot of bristles. Yes, and there's a reason for that. Each hair you want separated when you're brushing. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point in brushing a mane and tail, is to separate each strand from the others by, to have it by itself. Not standing out by itself, but you want it separated, meaning, what, not meaning, but which shows and proves that um, you have no tangles, no snarls. Um, people will fill our bristles on our brush and think, ooh, those are stiff. Those are going to damage hair, right? Mm -hmm. They don't. The reason they're stiff, if they're really soft, like a boar hair type brush or a soft nylon type brush, mm -hmm. those bristles tend to fold and they tend to lay down flat to where they just go over the top of the hair and don't get down in between the strands. That's the reason why our bristles are stiff. Um, can't talk to you right now. 
Um, I think there's a balance between obviously having the versus be too soft, too soft and too stiff. Stiff, and I think that's I mean that's what we tried to do because the bristles and the brush that we talked about last time are hard plastic or even metal, um, and that's way too stiff. But like you said, other brushes, it, it just has to be stiff enough that it will be able to actually separate the hairs and do what it's designed to, but not stiff enough that it will bully through knots and cause damage. That's right. And these are stiff bristles, but they're very thin bristles. Mm -hmm. I think that's the point to be made. They're not stiff, hard plastic that are, you know, a thicker diameter. Yeah. They're extremely thin and there's a bunch of them. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, hold on. It's going to take me a minute. We'll do it after. A lot, I think. There's a lot. There's definitely a lot. There's definitely a lot. <laughs> so, this brush, and it's really using it and, get, and feeling it, is when, and we'll do a video on it, but what I love about this brush, especially starting using our technique, starting at the base and working your way up to the roots, if you encounter a knot, like if you have this completely pressed into the main and you're brushing and you encounter a knot, you feel the knot. Mm-hmm. You don't, and that's the reason why having so many bristles. You've got a lot of thick bristles in there. So when you encounter a knot, you feel that knot. And yes, you can. If you try really hard, you can pull through that knot and break that knot. But the reason I like this brush and the reason we developed it the way we did is it gives you that warning. When you encounter a knot, you will. You'll legit be brushing through a mane. And if you encounter a knot, it gets hung up. It gets stopped, really, if you're not brushing too fast and too hard. And you can let go of the brush completely and it'll just sit in the main right where that knot is. Yeah. That just shows the contact that it's got with the hair. And also, it allows you to, when you encounter that knot, take the brush out, just pull the brush out of the main, go in there, undo that knot or that snag or snarl with your fingers, maybe spray a little more detangler on it, and then continue brushing. Yeah. And that's the best feature about this brush is it gives you that warning where the knots are. Like it shows you where the knots are. I shouldn't say it gives you a warning. Nothing's gonna beep or chirp at you. <laughs> you literally feel where those knots are. You'll feel the knots when you encounter them. That's the difference between this brush and all the other brushes that we featured in the last episode. Yeah. You don't know those knots are there until you, you're through the knots and I've already broken through those knots. This brush, sorry, I'm not talking into the mic. This brush tells you when you're coming up to a knot or when you've reached a knot and you can remove it. You'll and, be able to feel it. Yeah, you're warned. It's, I mean, it's, that's why this brush is phenomenal and i mean, not to make our make a thing as simple as a main and tail brush sound cooler than what it is but a lot of time and a lot of effort went into developing this brush with that in mind with chrome and aj and diva and and fancy and those those long thick some some mains like aj's when i first got aj had a decent main but it was thin and if you'd used any other brush, his hair was fine and thin, and it would tear out very easily mm. until he got on the product long enough that it thickened up. And this brush allowed us to brush through that mane without damaging it, even as thin as it was. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could, I could talk about this brush all day long, but it's essentially going to be about the same stuff. Yeah. The features I like and the best thing to do, and I, granted, I know for the listeners on this podcast, you're not seeing it. Um, I would highly recommend going to our YouTube channel, looking at our how-tos. We'll do even more of them, using them on different horses, um, various ages, various lengths of mane, various qualities of mane. They're all good quality, but as far as thicknesses, there's going to be some thinner than others. Um, the key points to brushing, <coughs> excuse me, brushing a mane and tail 
make sure they're clean, make sure they're dry. I prefer them dry. What happens when when you brush through a mane and tail when it's wet, they tend to get elastic. Mm-hmm. When you pull on that hair, that hair will stretch a little more and that damages the hair. You'll stretch it and it doesn't bounce back like a rubber band. You've stretched it and if you haven't broken it, stretched it to the point of breaking, you've still damaged it. Yeah. You've you've created a void or a weak spot in that hair strand. Um, when those manes and tails are dry, you don't te- you don't tend to get that. Uh, make sure they're clean, make sure they're dry, and use a detangler. Cool. Yeah, and to summarize, I think the features of the brush is one, it, you know, you want a brush that you enjoy using that is comfortable to hold. Um, two was, I think, the amount of bristles. You want to have a brush that has a lot of bristles. And then three, this the stiffness of the bristles. Those bristles need to be just the right stiffness or else it'll either bully through or it won't do what it's supposed to. So those three things um, are, are things that are key features to look for in uh, a main and tail brush. And right now it happens to be that our brush, in our opinion, is the only brush on the, the market um, that meets all three of those those features for us personally. Yeah, totally. And we brush through a lot of hair. Yeah. And honestly, this is the only brush, not just because we developed it. If someone else would have developed this brush, that's the only brush I would use. I'll just say too, we have had, I mean, we get great reviews of um, Biomain equine pellets, obviously, and our tail bags and, and, and all that, but we get some pretty fanatical reviews of our brush. Like people love using our brushes. And they're surprised when they get it and they use it. They're like, yeah. It's, it's fun because to watch. it really is so different from uh, the six brushes we talked about last time. It's really different from maybe what you would expect. You, you might expect when you think of an equine mane and tail brush that you need something that's like tough and that can get through those knots and stuff. That's just precisely that's, what you don't want to do. So the exact opposite. You want to work those knots out, not, not pull or break through those knots. Mm-hmm. If you break through a knot, you've broken hair. Yeah. And hair takes a long time to grow even on the product. Yep. So, so check out the mane and tail brush um, that we offer. And um, anyways, let us know what you think. Also, go to bioman.com slash blog. You can see tons of how-tos on how to use the brush. Um, and if you're listening, we recommend you, you visit bioman.com slash blog so you can see what the brush looks like and kind of see what we're talking about with these three features that we think make a good mane and tail brush. But uh, anything else? No. You got to use it to believe it. Yeah, that sounds dumb. You got to use it to believe it. You got to use it to appreciate it. Yeah. I can tell you how good it is, but until you actually use it, you don't appreciate how different a brush can make the mane and tail look and feel uh, until until you've used it. That's the honest truth. And when using this brush and following our technique, you have to follow the technique. Um, You're going to have a lot less hair come out during your brushing and that's, that's exactly a sign right. that the brush is working how it's designed so you're able to brush it without damage it and pull hair out yep so anyways like uh this podcast wherever you're listening share subscribe um and let us know what you thought see you peace